So is it possible to develop your coordination and your aids even when you're not riding? Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. And it's easier than you think, okay? Today, I want to talk about doing just that without being in the saddle, but in a way that is going to positively affect you when you do mount up. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And you know, conversations with your horse all comes down to the communication and the communication is basically your aids and how your horse perceives your aids or how he understands your aids. And many riders seem to think that horses just come out knowing what what maybe the inside leg is or, you know, what what the rain is or or what your seat is and horses don't they have to learn and what's really important is that when you are working with your horse you're always either schooling or reschooling or training or retraining okay if you want to there's a few different words you can use there but all the time and if we're not being very mindful about our aids in this case okay and and remember your aids are the communication if you're not being very mindful there's a good chance that you're actually undoing something or you are teaching your horse or training your horse to respond to you in a way that actually you're not really that mad about and it's not what you want at all okay so i want to talk today about using lunging as a way to really and truly understand and coordinate your aids a little bit more. And not only that, in a way that's going to, as I said, transfer across to the saddle, because the great thing about lunging is that you can see exactly what is happening when it is happening. So when we're in the saddle riding, and if you've ever watched a video of yourself, you'll know this is true, okay? So when we're in the saddle riding, we will ride around, ride, ride, ride. And in our head, we have this kind of picture of what we're doing okay it's kind of like we can we can imagine ourselves and and it's like we're standing looking at ourselves and you know we kind of think oh okay well I'm doing this it's the horse he's just not listening (laughs) whatever the case is and then very often and, and I want you to bear with me we will watch a video a real video of that said right and we'll think gosh, okay, that wasn't what I thought was going on there at all, at all, okay? I see this a lot when I'm training with riders and um, I a lot of the time suggest that they actually have somebody video them while they're training because very often I'm saying one thing to them I can see by the look on their face they're thinking, you're talking hogwash. (laughs) I'm not doing that at all. (laughs) That's a lie. And then they'll go back and they'll watch the video and it's like, oh, and very often our horse is merely just responding to the things that we don't realize we are doing, or maybe that we don't realize we're not doing. And what's fantastic about lunging is that you get to see in real time, okay? You get to see, like you get this different perspective. You get to actually see how your horse is responding, how he is understanding it, what he's doing with that information and knowledge, and then how it is impacting his way of going. And at the end of the day, that's what we want. We want to more positively impact our horse's way of going. We want to help him to develop to the point where he is using himself to the best of his natural abilities. That's where we want to go with the whole conversation, okay? So, It's important to think about this, and again, from the lunging perspective, that you can see. Now, the other thing that's great about lunging, and this has nothing to do with your aids, is while this is all happening, your horse is getting to experience your aids and to experience whatever this thing is that you're trying to teach him, experience that without the hindrance of maybe a potentially wobbly weight aid 
every now and then. Who doesn't have those going on, eh? So, so think of it that way as well. Lunging is wonderful for that, okay? So I want you to think about when you're lunging your horse next, okay? The first thing is start with an arena. And I really do feel that the arena is so important. It is, and by arena, I just mean somewhere that there is a boundary because you are going to, as you begin to use your aids, and of course, this is about developing your aids and your coordination. As you begin to use your aids more and experiment with your aids more, I want you to think about how every single aid, the way we use it is through pressure and release, the ask and the reward, okay? So it's the pressure, which is the ask, and then you release the pressure, which is the reward. Yes, that's what I wanted, okay? Or you correct and you ask again, okay? So that's there's a cycle that's happening all the time. And when you have a boundary, when you have the edge of the arena, So the post and rail or whatever it is going around your arena, the wall, the whatever, okay? When you have that there, you can use that as an artificial aid to actually help to get the point across to your horse. So you can apply pressure using potentially your position, your body language, even your voice, but you can apply pressure and then you can couple it with the pressure of the the wall or the arena. Now you're not running your horse into the wall or the arena, okay? But you are applying the pressure and then you can release the pressure by just changing. So, so letting up. So let's say we're using our position. Pressure can be moving closer. So as the horse is a little bit more channeled or funneled in between the two, the boundary and you, and then releasing it is just allowing the distance to kind of increase again. Okay. So that's just a simple way you can do it, but there's lots of ways. And I do highly recommend when you're only getting started with lunging, using the boundary, because it can very often, I really do feel that any artificial aid, and I spoke about this in a previous episode, any artificial aid that you have is there to back up or to enhance or to clarify your natural aids. And your natural aids are the ones that are part of you. They're part of your body. Okay. And in lunging, lunging, your natural aids are going to be your thoughts, your voice, your position, your body language. Okay. For the most part, they're the ones you're going to use. Whereas your artificial aids is going to be the lunge whip, the lunge line, the boundary wall, and you can also use ground poles as an artificial aid as well, okay? So um, when, you, when you're doing this, and you can use, if you don't have somewhere, if you don't have a boundary, you can actually use ground poles the same way, but I do suggest the boundary. It's a little bit more concrete if you want. It's a little bit more, um, it's visible and it's also, um, it, it just makes a, for a better boundary, particularly when you're just getting started as well, okay? So what's important here is that when you are applying the aid, okay, be really, really mindful of what you're doing and when you're doing it. And keep in mind that there's always a balance of aids. Very often we think that there's only one way of doing things. And a lot of horses respond differently to different aids. So some horses prefer to be communicated, just like some people. They prefer to be communicated to in a certain way, okay? Um, it's like some people enjoy listening to things. Some people enjoy um, doing things, taking action. Some people enjoy watching things, visual, okay? So it's the same with our horses as well. And you'll find that maybe your horse, you'll find that there's one aid in particular that he really responds well to. And what you can then do is, if you're very mindful with that, you can then play with the pressure and the release and of course playing with that is refining the aid okay so as you can apply less pressure and as you can then use your more subtle aids which in when we're lunging is the more natural aids okay the aids that are part of your body um, and you can use them more subtly you can refine 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 as well okay but as you do that that is then developing your coordination now 
I mentioned how taking this across to being in the saddle is really important. And how you would then do that is when you are lunging, your voice plays a huge part, okay? Your voice is a really, really important aid. It's a natural aid. And it's one that you can then transfer across to when you're riding. So you can begin to almost set things up. It's like a cue, okay? And then your aids come into play. And the horse begins to learn that when your voice is used in a particular way, okay? And I'm I'm not so big on the words, it's more how you say it, not what you're saying, okay? But when your voice is being used in a certain way, the horse can then pick up on that. And when you're in the saddle, the horse, when your voice is used the same way or similarly, your horse then knows, oh, okay, this actually means that. And therefore, you can begin to then use your riding aids to actually get the same point across to your horse. And your horse is already almost preparing himself for whatever it is that you're about to say okay so you can bring it across like that and when we're starting horses that's that's how we do it and I do suggest that's the way to do it I find that it works very well for horses as you're going forward with this now the final thing is you have to be consistent if you are going to develop your coordination and your aids, there is no good going out one day and being like, I'm going to do this and it's going to be wonderful. And then the next day you're like, ah, I'm tired today. You know, do whatever you want. Play by yourself. Um, you have to be really, really consistent. And I really feel that 10 minutes good quality work is way, far outweighs half an hour or 45 minutes of basically arson around an arena okay if you can really and truly get really clear on what you want to say how you're saying it and be very very mindful about it and then consistently show up with that same message to your horse day after day after day after day after day you are going to see huge differences in your horse's response to you because now you're at the point where your horse is beginning to understand everything that is coming out of your mouth. Not that it's all to do with talking, by the way, okay? But I'm saying that he's understanding all of your aids. He knows what this means. He knows what happens when this happens. And from there, your horse begins to build confidence in you, okay? He's confidence in himself and confidence in you. And that is how over time then the whole relationship grows and develops. And I feel this is important. It was a conversation I had recently with a rider the rider was trying to do everything, okay, you know, the helicopter rider, manage the whole show, and it's exhausting, it's exhausting watching a rider like that, they can't be enjoying themselves, I think they do it first of all out of a sense of importance, and then they kind of, you kind of get trapped into this doing it all, but when you're doing that, you're not giving your horse the space and the potential that, that he can step into this better version of himself, and horses are just like us, they, they also, I feel anyway, all the horses I've ever met, um, they also enjoy doing it well. And they like what you can see when they when they are really and truly stepping into this best version of their natural self and their natural abilities. They really enjoy themselves. You can, you can see it in any horse. They're like, woohoo, it's like, this is fun. I'm loving this. This is great, okay? But when you're micromanaging, you're not allowing your horse to get step into that. And you can never manage the whole show, okay? So you're not giving yourself the space to step into that as well. Lunging is fantastic because it trains the rider to allow the horse to begin to basically make his own decisions. And a lot of the time they're going to be wrong initially. It won't be, and I mean wrong here, it's not what you want, okay, or what you're asking, but it's by course correcting there over and over and over again. And again, doing that through refining your own communication, you're both going to really and truly increase your confidence 
in each other. Okay, if you would like to find out more about lunging and about how I suggest that you lunge, you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash lunge. Um, lunging for riding is available over there for you. I This is the program I think every rider should have. I'm really and truly, it, it, it's good, eh? And people have gotten such great results. Um, I would strongly recommend that you pop on over and you get that. And it's not that I want you to lunge for four weeks straight. No, 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 no. Um, no, this works with your riding. And I really am a firm believer that lunging has to, has to, has to, has to. It has to complement what you're doing in the saddle. And actually not only complement, but develop and help you better what you're doing in the saddle as well so you can find all the information over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash lunge okay have a great week keep well i'll chat to you soon be good bye